Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. And who do we have with us? The man of men, someone that really has the not only the American spirit and what this country was founded upon and why it was founded upon, I think called the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, but a man that really knows about it and fights about it to keep what the founding fathers fought for that we've lost. It's Judge Andrew Napolitano, and I'm so honored to do this every week with you, Judge. Thank you for being here. Well, the honor is mine, uh, Gerald, as well as uh, as well as it being joyful. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Judge, I have to tell you, I'm heartbroken to see what's happened to this country uh, in so many different ways, physically, emotionally, spiritually, <clears throat> and how they've we become the, we're so far removed from what this country was founded upon. And each week you write these wonderful articles, wonderful, sad articles, but filled with facts, how we've lost our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, what was called the Declaration of Independence. Happiness, by the way, is a dirty word. You're not allowed to be happy anymore. Get back in your house. Put on your mask. Six, stand six feet apart. Anyway, and so uh, it's gone. And you have an article that's coming out tomorrow. And by the way, Everybody listening, you really need to go to see what the judge is doing day after day with the guests that he has on and what they're talking about, like nothing else, any place, anywhere. It's judging freedom. And just go there. It's on YouTube. Judge, you have the feds are buying <laughs> our emails. And you, you mentioned what, what uh, Justice Louis Brandeis wrote. and then But you go on and say... While we are consumed with Joe Biden's bombings and Donald Trump's trials, the federal government's rapacious appetite for spying on the private behavior of Americans, as to whom it is no suspicion of wrongdoing, continues unabated. They're spying on us. And you go on to say that, as Justice wrote 140 years afterwards from the, from the Constitution, the most comprehensive of those rights was the right to be left alone, which today we call privacy, but it's gone. Well, you know, a, a left-wing senator whose voting record would not coincide with yours or mine on anything except this stuff, uh, Ron Wyden of California, I don't know how he finds this out, but found out about it and interrogated uh, the head of the NSA who purported to defend it, the NSA, uh, which captures the keystrokes on all uh, mobile devices and <laughs> desktops illegally and unconstitutionally, which can go to the FISA court and get a, a, a surveillance warrant on any basis whatsoever. Still, that's not enough for them. There are still some pockets in the country uh, where privacy prevails that they haven't been able to pierce. So what they can't do directly um, invade our privacy. They are doing indirectly by purchasing digital data from big tech. They don't name individuals because there's no target. There's no articulable suspicion. There's no probable cause. There's no crime. There's no search warrant. It's just their rapacious attitude. Okay, um, Verizon or Google, we need every email 
sent between the state of New York and the state of New Jersey in these, this is just a hypothetical, uh, between these uh, time periods. And Verizon or Google will say, okay, it'll cost you X million dollars. The check arrives, our tax dollars or money borrowed in our name, and they get this information. What do they do with it? Share it with the FBI. And what does the FBI do with it? Uses it to predict crime, to predict crime. This is what the British did when they uh, used general warrants to break down doors, to search where they wanted and seize whatever they could find. The general warrant authorized it, didn't name a target, didn't articulate a crime, didn't name a thing to be seized or a place to be searched or a person to be searched. They were trying to predict who would engage in insurrection against the king. This was all in Madison's mind and all in the framers' minds when they wrote the Fourth Amendment to assure that this would never happen, that the new federal government here, that the new country here would never do to Americans what the king had and parliament had done to the colonists. They were wrong. We are, we are in a 1984 nightmare far beyond George Orwell's uh, dreamings. There is no right to privacy remaining. When this can happen, when Congress doesn't stop it, and when there's no outrage, it can happen. Congress doesn't stop it, no outrage. Why doesn't Congress stop it? Well, because these spies have dirt on Congress. Why is there no outrage? Because it happens so regularly, consistently, systematically. There was a time when I would go on Fox and say what I just said here. And the switchboards would be lighting up and the emails would be pouring in and some people would be condemning me, but most people would be praising me for exposing this stuff. Today, eh, big deal, <laughs> Judge. We all know about it. You know, get, get with the program. We lost our privacy years ago. Stop worrying about it. Have a good night's sleep. Either we have a constitution or we don't. Either it means what it says or it doesn't. You know, you, again, you're right here <clears throat> about um, this guy, the national, the NSA, <clears throat> National Shit Agency, has been buying huge caches of American text messages and emails, like you just said, from big tech. And the FBI has been using this data to predict crime, as you just said. Both these undertakings are profoundly unconstitutional. Okay. They're using buying it, right? Spending our money, stealing our tax dollars, or going in debt. So it's both costly and worthless because what have they accomplished? What have they said? Look what we ha- look what we just found out. Nothing. 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 I'll tell you what they often do with it is they find some disaffected loner, and they can they can detect that from reading his or her emails or texts. They'll befriend this person in a bar, or a pub, or somewhere talk him into committing one of these phony crimes of let's go blow up the subway and we'll provide the explosive and bring him a barrel of talcum powder. And he thinks it's explosive. And they, with camera crews in tow, they swoop in and arrest him. Oh, we saved the subways from destruction. Yeah. Yeah. They did this. These poor guys in Newburgh over here. Yes. Yes. The same thing. But I'm just saying there's nothing, there's nothing of any consequence of all these agencies, the FBI, and then you go on also to write about after 9-11, in a collective spirit of fear, 
uh, and uh, subversion sub to the president uh, at the utter dis disregard for its members' oath to uphold the Constitution, Congress enacted the Patriot Act. It permits one federal agent to authorize another federal agent to search and seize whatever the latter wishes to look at and capture so long as it is in the possession of third-party financial institutions. I mean, this is the Patriot Act. You talked about Orwell. That's the perfect name for it. It's an Orwellian name. Yes. It has nothing to do with being a patriot. It Correct. is anti-patriotic. It's called the Anti-Patriotic Act. Yes. But explain to what, what, they, what, they, what you mean by they captured so long as it's in the possession of third-party financial institutions. Well, it was intended, publicly stated, to find out how uh, terror groups were wiring funds from one group to another. That's why they said financial institutions. What they didn't tell us is their bizarre definition of financial institutions to include uh, lawyers, physicians, jewelers, <laughs> builders, contractors, um, hospitals, and that great financial institution to which we all repose our wealth, the post office. <laughs> this definition of financial institutions got about 30 or 40 different uh, entities in there, which basically allows them to go to any third party possessor of your records. You go to a supermarket, they can get that record without getting a search warrant. Oh my uh, God. FBI agent A authorizes FBI. This is a real check on authority, isn't it? Authorizes FBI agent B to go and get those uh, uh, records. Uh, this was the George W. Bush creation, October 15, 2001. So just uh, a month yeah. after uh, 9-11. Ron Paul uh, told me he was given 15 minutes to read it. It's 115 pages long. <laughs> I've read it twice. It takes about 15 or 16 hours to read because it's not 115 consecutive pages. It's basically amending various sections of the code that already uh, exists. Of course, Ron Paul uh, and his band of colleagues in the House, all 15 of them, voted against <laughs> it. Two U.S. senators uh, voted uh, against it because it was that aura of uh, fear and timidity and, and subservience to uh, the White House that would promise to keep us safe. Hey, give me your liberty. This is, this is Satan coming out from behind a tree. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. America, give me your liberty and I'll keep you safe. That's And we end up with neither liberty nor safety. Boy, that you, you said it, you said it. Yeah. Again, you know, it's, um, do the American people know this? Nah. Aren't, aren't members of Congress outraged? Isn't the liberal, uh, establishment, uh, outraged? Aren't libertarians, uh, outraged? No, just people like you and I, and a few of us, uh, talking about this, uh, today. <sighs> Now, it's so sad what's happened. Life, liberty, and there's no happiness, no life, no liberty. Again, you're also right about Snowden, how he report, how he put all this information out, and look how they punished him for speaking the truth. And what he revealed has never been denied by the government. Yep. Anyway, he, everybody, he, again, he revealed that they were uh, touch, they were capturing every uh, keystroke and everything 
in your iPhone or your, your desktop and your mobile. Even what you think is deleted, they can capture. Well, you know me, I don't carry a cell phone. <laughs> well, that means the government can't follow you. Because when I have this cell phone on the front seat of my car, uh, it it hooks on to cell towers as I travel. Isn't that great? Not just me, but everybody. So yeah. they can, if they want to, if they had the manpower to do it, could follow us in real time. Are there search warrants? No. Is there suspicion? No. Is this a violation of the Fourth Amendment? Absolutely, positively is. It's a freak show. You're asking, you know, why Congress does it. They're a little bunch of nobodies. Look at the clown show. You know, Mitch McConnell, dead in your eyes. Arrogant Pelosi. Uh, you know, you know, Pelosi came out and said, yeah, here he goes. <clears throat> Pelosi said that anybody that wants to cease fire, <clears throat> do, do you hear this? Is, About, is repeating what Putin wants? Yes, yes. Putin is behind the pro-Palestinian demonstration. I mean, can you imagine the stupidity? If I went up, I said, who the hell are you to say this shit? Oh, don't speak like that, Salenti. Your Senate, you, you should be respectful to your congresswoman. It's, How the hell is she? Oh, it gets better. You see what's happening now with the... Um, with Biden ramping up war against Iran. Yes. And again, judge, that's the cover of the, this week's Trends Journal. America keeps going to wars, the nation keeps going to shit. And it's shit going to, look at that. You, you want any more homeless on the street? Now, how about bringing more refugee migrants in? Yeah, how about the rotted infrastructure? Oh, how about 63% of the people living paycheck to paycheck? Hey, we got wars to fight. We got to get ISIS's. We got to melt them all over the world. And now Biden's ramping up this war with his saying that he's ready to respond to that attack and that they say that was in Jordan where three American soldiers were killed and some dozen or so wounded. And there's other reports saying it was actually in Syria. But anyway, it's all, it's all the difference in the world, because if they were in Jordan, they were there legally. If they were in Syria, they were there illegally. We know right. U.S. troops are in Syria illegally. Yep. yep. And, and yeah. But he go here. I want to read this to you. He said. Um, <laughs> this is uh, U.S. President Joe Biden said on Tuesday that he just he decided how to respond to the deadly drone attacks on the U.S. forces in Jordan. He decided, he decided, all everybody listening, you're just pieces of crap. The Biden out of his mind, bullshit Biden decided, so you should obey what he decided. He goes on to say, <laughs> he said that, um, uh, where is it over here? That um, the Iranian foreign minister said that these fighters did not take orders from the Islamic Republic of Iran. And if they decide, then they ask Biden whether he holds Iran responsible for the deaths of these three Americans. And Biden said that he does. You ready? In the sense that they are supplying the weapons to the people who did it. Okay. So... Iran is responsible because they supplied the weapons to do it. Then how about America is responsible for killing Russians 
because America supplied the weapons, quote, to do it. How about America is responsible for genocide in Gaza because we supplied the weapons and ammunition with which to do it? America is responsible for the genocide in Gaza because we supply the weapons to do it. No one is saying what you and I are just saying right now. This clown boy gets away with it. Oh, Iran supplied the weapons, but we could supply the weapons to kill anybody, anywhere, anyhow. And if they retaliate, why, how dare they? Right. I don't, I don't know if his people realize how uh, treacherous uh, an attack on Iran would be. I mean, they, 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 please, mother of God, don't let them listen to Lindsey Graham because we'll have oh. World War III on our hands. Yeah. And, and, then they, and then they keep putting that slime ball up all the time. Lindsay, here's what Lindsey Graham, how about, how about what Donald Duck has to say? This piece of crap. All the as you and I talked about when you were on Fox, when I used to be a guest on there all the time. I can't tell you how many times oh, we have to interrupt this program. We have Senator Lindsey Gray, this slobby, moronic craphead spewing out his here. Here's what he said: Hit hit Iran now, hit them hard. Yep. Until Iran pays a price with their infrastructure and their personnel. The attacks on U.S. troops will continue. His quote. His quote. How about quoting a moronic little arrogant slime ball of a war that he didn't love that couldn't fight his way out of a paper bag? Terrible uh, state of affairs. I, I, I hope that Biden's people, um, Biden's uh, people disregard him. But, you know, they're of a similar mindset. I think he wants to run for real. I still think the Democrats are going to ask him not to run. But if he has his druthers, he wants to run for re-election as a wartime president for reasons that you and I understand. And you've been saying your entire public career, when all else fails, they take you to war. His administration is a failure, so he's going to beat the drums of war in the hopes that the, there you go, good job, Jane, uh, in the hopes that um, Americans will back him up. And then... This other arrogant guy, another warmongering freak, a mass murderer, Netanyahu, came out the other day in a, in a, in a, in a, in a talk on UK TV. What I say to our American friends, you ready? Our American friends. I'm an American. I'm not your friend. So, but anyway, go on. Is that the war will take as long as it takes. But it will result in total victory. You ready? Because our battle is your battle. And our victory is your victory as well. Hmm. Did, didn't you know that? That this is your war? Now, if he said this to me, I say, I, I say, who the F are you talking to? He goes on. I hope that any fair-minded government, any government that would stand for five minutes or even several months, the force of anti-Israel propaganda will understand that their future is intertwined with ours. Because if bar barbarism wins here, you ready? Europe will be next. America will be next. 
Iran will emerge victorious. He he is, as Scott Ritter has uh, aptly called him, a terrorist. Yep. Netanyahu. Um, he, le he leads a terrorist government uh, controlled by right-wing uh, fanatics. I don't think he's long uh, for the premiership. Yeah, but... But, but, you know, whoever replaces him will have a comparable attitude. They might yeah, not yeah. be as pugnacious or nasty or, or uh, incendiary, but, but their military behavior will be the same. However, uh, the Israeli um, uh, defense minister, Gallant, said they're preparing to uh, attack Lebanon. That will be their undoing. They cannot beat Hezbollah. They've lost, lost to Hezbollah already, and Hezbollah was, at the time, one-third the size and strength that it is now. Oh, oh, and Hezbollah is a terrorist organization because they fought to get Israel out of Lebanon. You know, because, right? Correct. You know, where, where you stand depends on where you sit. Hear me out. Where you stand on these issues depends on how you look at the world. To King George III, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Sam Adams were terrorists. Yeah. To us, they are liberators and founders of what was intended to be and isn't any longer the freest country uh, on earth. You can call anybody whatever you want. It doesn't make them that, you know, calling a How many legs, if, if you call a tail a leg, how many legs does a dog have? Most people would say five. The answer is no. Calling a tail a leg doesn't make a tail uh, a leg. Calling uh, these groups terrorists because they are trying to defend their homeland from the incursion of the Israelis doesn't make them terrorists. Every time you pick up any newspaper, go to any of the channels, they're Houthis, everybody there, Iran-backed militants. That's all the language they keep using. So, so the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force, is that an American-backed militants? And Iran says they're not backing any of them. And you're a militant if you fight those that are killing you. So when America's in Iraq and they get attacked, they're attacked by militants. What the hell are you doing in Iraq? You shouldn't be there. Right. So somebody breaks into my home, and I attack them. Why, how dare I attack them? I'm a militant. Uh, Israel could go into anybody's home, kill anybody that they want, but the people that respond to the murder are militants. And again, I want to read this one more time to make this very clear of the arrogance and how the people suck up to this crappy murderer, Netanyahu. What I say to our American friends is that the war will take as long as it takes, but it will result in total victory because our battle is your battle, and our victory is your victory as well. Our battle is your battle? You mean slaughtering innocent people? What is it, almost 30,000 dead already? Over 60, 70% of, of Gaza destroyed? On, um, what's today, Wednesday? On Monday, uh, 10 uh, Israeli soldiers 
dressed as uh, women yep. and as doctors uh, invaded a hospital in the West Bank. Yep. Uh, and murdered uh, three patients uh, in their beds, blew their brains out. Yep. Uh, I asked McGregor and Ritter if they have ever heard of a state actor doing this in a hospital in a country not at war with the country that dispatched the uh, killers. And the answer was no, they had never heard of it. And it's a war crime if ever there uh, was one. So they are ratcheting up animosity around the world uh, that will be over the top. McGregor thinks that they're ratcheting up animosity so much uh, that if uh, Turkey and Jordan don't do something militarily to intervene, the stability of the Turkish and Jordanian governments will be called into question. That's how universal is the animosity and and wish to against the IDF and wish to stop the IDF amongst the peoples of those countries. Yeah, this is serious what's going on. This could be the end of Israel. I, I really believe it because That's never before have so many people been anti what's going on. It's always been pro-Israel, pro-Israel, pro-Israel. But this genocide in front of everybody's eyes to see is really destroying them. And again, I'm not good at numbers, but whether there are about 16 million Jews in the world out of 8 billion people, 2 billion Mus uh, Arabs, Muslims, you're outnumbered. And you keep doing this. It's gonna, this is going to be, again, we have to see what Biden's going to do over here. And if he attacks Iran, this is, again, World War III's already begun. There's going to be a false flag or some major event that makes it, quote, official. And I think they're leading up to this. And as you said, Biden wants to be the war president and his ratings will go up as because they'll make up something like they did. Three Americans troops front page of the Wall Street Journal. The pictures of these three troops. How many people died in Gaza yesterday? I think according to the U.N. it's on an average about over 200 a day are being killed. But the hell with them. Don't put their pictures up. They're nobodies. So they're going to ramp this up. Anyway, thanks for being on, Judge. Again, everybody go to judging freedom because we're losing it. And Judge is doing everything we can to get it back. And the guests he has on, as he mentioned, Scott Mc, uh, 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 McGregor, Scott Ritter, um, uh, Phil Giraldi, Max Blumenthal, one after another. Terrific people saying things that you're not hearing anywhere else. Thanks for being on, Judge, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Gerald. All the best.